This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Tim Donnelly, welcome to uh, welcome to the Triangle. Welcome to Raleigh. Uh, welcome to our Raleigh affiliate, 99.9 The Fan. Uh, how you been? I'm, I'm doing well. Right now, I wish my name was some kind of pun about a Harry Potter book, but, <laughs> but unfortunately, I'm not a Weasley. Well, you're not a Weasley. That's very good. Uh, I don't know. There's you're not a you're not a long bottom. <laughs> See, oh, you're, you're tall. You're all you're already too deep in. I need to I need to go back and, <laughs> oh, and I'm rewatch. A, I'm more Harry Potter than Star Wars. Oh. Although I appreciate Star Wars, I will have also reminded a lot of people it's the same story. I've heard this. Oh, I've, there's I've, no I've difference. Seen the 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 comparisons online yeah i mean well, vader in, in that case i'm i'm not a, a skywalker is that the i have no idea yeah, i don't know what um, vader is. voldemort uh dark side <laughs> light uh, dark, it's the whole thing um first of all hmm. um give me your uh, your radio passport where where have you been this is like i've been basically two places okay well i've I, been I, i'm more than that baltimore here and that's it I have I have sold radio in Baltimore. As, sold radio. Sold like uh, as a salesperson trying to sell ads at WBAL, and I worked. That's where and, I worked. Exactly, and at uh, ninety eight Rock, the okay, little yeah. con- con- conglomerate there. Uh, that was fresh out of at a college. Then I was like, no, I want to do the on air thing. Uh, went back to a station in Delaware where I was football guy, sideline reporter, that kind of stuff. Okay, I played at the University of Delaware. You were a fighting blue hen. Fighting blue hen. Bar uh, little bar piece of trivia here. Sure. Uh, only female mascot in college sports because a hen is a female chicken. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> one, one time to the women's basketball coach, I called them the lady hens. And she looked at me and said, that's redundant. You, because she, she, she knew I played football. She said, you should be the men hens. Yes, I and agree. I, and I went, that's actually a good point. I actually have a problem with calling. Like We know we can see. We can see they're women. Why do we need to call them ladies? We see I, they're not the lady tar. They're the Tar Heels or the just. Well, I don't need to call them lady. I understand that. Then in that case, we don't have to call us the men hens either. Correct. Uh, so, so I avoided that one. Uh, but then I went to Nebraska, the world's smallest town. Um, you know, I, I call my Gladwellian ten thousand hours. Um, that's all- where actually the first the first time you and I spoke. You yes. were in you were yes. in Nebraska at the time, and I was reaching out for hey, yeah. how do I end up in 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 the triangle? And uh, eventually, ten years later, I'm here. Um, I had nothing to do with it. That that <laughs> you gave me all the best advice. Did I? Following that for the last ten years, like gospel. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that town, the way I tell it is, uh, my high school had more people in it than the town I was living in. Wow. Uh, so that's culture shock, which allowed me to make a lot of mistakes and, and sure. get get through it. Uh, eventually, made, went to an ESPN affiliate in Ithaca, New York, upstate okay. New York, covered yep. Syracuse. Uh, it was a Yankees affiliate. Uh, then I made my way into the kind of region of the country that I that I hope to stay in for a long time. It was uh, Blacksburg, Virginia, flagship of Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Newport News area, uh, and then what, two days ago I I drove here and we're putting down roots. Here's a uh, family. What do you got? Uh, I have a wife and a two-year-old son. Uh, mm-hmm. The family connections to here, uh, I started writing them all out. They, they get kind of crazy. Um, my grandfather lived in, in Wake Forest. He worked for Carolina Steel and literally poured the concrete foundation for the Dean Dome. 
Really? Yeah. Very nice. So I, I like to tell people my, my family's responsible for the foundation of <laughs> modern UNC basketball. They don't know I'm literally talking about the foundation. Uh, my parents lived in Raleigh when they met. Uh, they like while they were dating every year on their dating anniversary, my mom got my dad Duke basketball season tickets. Uh, backs against the back wall, they could open the window in Cameron Indoor. Nice, but it was it was mid '80s, so it was Dawkins, it was Allery, it was sure. Um And then for for the NC State, I like to tell all three in a group, so I, I everybody I have connections to all three. Uh, my cousin is who I believe is one of the best football players in NC State history, Mike Glennon. So uh, you know, I used to ride his coattails to a party or two back, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, come to come to Raleigh and you know dueling pianos down down uh, downtown and everything. Did he do dueling pianos? He was there. He really? was there. He was at that point the, the starting quarterback, so he had to you know. Uh, smartphones were a thing, so he would kind right. of sit there. But his teammates would get up on stage. Mike and, is a good dude. Yeah, yeah. I remember his. Uh, Sorry, Cam, if you're listening. His center, Cam Wentz, on his birthday, yeah. got, got up there, and uh, there may have been a, a itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini. Oh, no. Uh, ad-lib. Like, there was there was a changing of the lyrics that was sung about Cam oh, nice. when he was up on stage. Uh, <laughs> so there's, there's yeah, the family connections to this area are pretty deep. And my uh, my cousin's husband played baseball at UNC. So Look at that. I, like I said, I want to make sure I get all three involved. All right, uh... I would not be able to work at a Yankees affiliate. <laughs> it would, I would be physically ill. Uh, I grew up basically going to games at Shea Stadium because I'm originally from New York. I don't know how I would last uh, being at a Yankees affiliate. Well, I, I'm a Mets fan also. Okay. Grew up uh, part of my my childhood was in Jersey, so uh, my 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 dad wanted us to be the local fan, like the like wanted to be fans of all local teams. Right. So he took us to we were in South Jersey. Took us to a Phillies game. And uh, in the first inning, Jimmy Rollins and Pat uh, Burrell out there in left field called each other off on a routine pop fly. It landed right in the middle of it. <laughs> and I went, uh, I'm not, I was like eight at the time. I was like, oh, we don't do that in Little League. I can't root for this team. Wow. And they were playing against the Mets. Mike Piazza had a home run off the foul ball pole. And I was like, sold. Uh, so then I ended up at a Yankees affiliate. And uh, I just imagined I was talking to all my, my buddies that were Yankees fans and, you know, kind of played the, I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to rile you up. And then hopefully you'll respect me. And we, we went from there with the Yankees fans. I don't know if it worked or not. Nah, you live knows? and you learn. But but who there's knows? a lot of the upset Yankee fans in upstate New York. See here, uh, I, we don't I don't I don't talk a lot of uh, a lot about the Mets. And this is a good year to not. It's been it's perfect. It's been a bad. It's been a really disappointing. I'm season. going to ingratiate myself in this market so much so that I never have to talk about the Mets, and I'm only <laughs> going to talk about local teams, and that's going to be a survival thing. Yeah, um, and we have a, there are a fair amount of Braves fans. Mm. And I don't hate the Braves. Actually, I, I enjoy watching the Braves. The Braves are very good, and they do it right. I appreciate that the, they kind of cultivate their young talent. And They have so many guys that, like, when you're growing up a fan of their rival, you're like, well, it really would be nice to have a guy like that on the squad. You like, say that about seven guys exactly. on that team. I'd take most of your starting lineup, yeah. and we'd be all right. I don't like Braves fans, <laughs> but I uh, I do like... Uh, I do like the Braves. Just uh, in the interest of not insulting anybody, like sure. my first day, that was Adam Gold that I said, said that. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they know that. I say okay. that all the time. All right, good. I have no problem with the Braves. I actually like the Braves. We'll eventually become friends to the point where I'll say that on air, but <laughs> I'm not going to do it the first first day. That is Tim Donnelly. He's, uh, he'll be on 3 to 6 right here on 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh. All right, so college sports is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Do you have, and having worked in Virginia Beach and at Virginia Tech, uh, or not, not, or in Blacksburg, do you have a a thought about what you see as the as where we are headed 
in college, college football specifically, but there's going to be a trickle down. Well, I actually, I mean, the ACC to me is the most fascinating of the of the bunch um, because they're locked into their media contract till 2036. Yeah. So everything else is changing around them, and they're kind of either stuck choosing to be or or, or just stuck by the way of contracts and, and legalese. Yeah. But like the the magnificent seven that we saw, um, I don't like <laughs> what a silly name. <laughs> Silly name. The, I don't even know what else. The the seven dwarfs. Um, kind of. <laughs> uh, I look at it like this. Basically, uh, you follow the bouncing dollar wherever it goes. And right now it's all coming from streaming. It's all coming from television. So the, the number one thing you can do for your program, for your conference, is be entertaining, be exciting, have personalities, put players in the NFL. And, and then the more people want to watch you, the more secure you're going to be. If you're a program and you're in the bottom half of a conference and you're not interesting, nobody wants to watch you, you don't have the quarterbacks, you don't have the head coach, well, you're going to be asking favors of the teams that do, and and I don't like depending on anyone else. Yeah, the Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Financial advice industry can be overwhelming for a lot of people. Is there a way to be sure you're getting the best service when you don't know? Yeah, Adam, it's not just if you gave the money to a planning team and they did good the first year. I mean, anyone can do good for one year, but it's a track record and it's a long-term accounts that are very important. We call that a financial fill-up strategy, Adam, and that gives you lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll put together for you, the listener, your very own total retirement plan if you call right now. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. The league is in a place. You mentioned uh contract is up until it uh, extends all the way through 2036. The Big Ten will negotiate again before the ACC does. Pac-12 might negotiate four times. Well, <laughs> Pac-12 might not. They, they, they might not have a deal, but once. <laughs> I don't even know what the future of the Pac-12 is. I mean, uh, I am not a doomsday guy. Mm. I think college sports will look drastically different certainly 10 years from now than it does today. I, I, I think do. they'll look drastically different when you look at standings, when you look at, at uh, like, uh, polls. But I think Saturdays are going to remain largely the same. Like, if you're at a game in the second quarter when it's third and seven oh, yeah. or whatever, I don't think you're going to notice a difference. However, just about everything else could be different. I think the the way we're headed. Are you a playoff guy? I am. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm not. Eight, eight but, is perfect. Um, I think we're headed to 16. Which is too much. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I could argue that eight is too much. What what Dabo Sweeney said last year, I think is true. I'm not sure it matters, but I think it's true <laughs> in that there aren't eight teams worthy of playing for a national champion who, who can legitimately say we could win a national championship now. Um, there are at best three or four. Yeah, but there's there's not 64 teams or 68 teams that are – in the running to be the best team in, in college basketball. I don't disagree with that. But what basketball has that football doesn't is really on any given day, mm-hmm. like because the ball sometimes doesn't go in the hoop that and the three-point shot is a, is the great equalizer, you could get – just getting to a Final Four is a, is, is a championship, right? Yes. So you get a Loyola of Chicago. You get a Butler two two years in a row. You can get that. There is the upset factor in basketball that isn't going to ever exist on a consistent basis in football. So nobody is coming out of the 12 hole in a college football playoff and getting to the national championship game. 
But having having covered, I mean, we'll just look at the ACC. I've covered Syracuse. I've covered Tech. I've covered, uh, now I'll be covering, obviously, everything here in the Triangle. Uh, I think there's quite a few teams in the Power Five that would consider making a playoff a huge accomplishment. 100%. So there are, to me, there are two different stories. There, um, what Dabo Swed said, there, there aren't, there are 12 teams that can win a national championship is correct. But for a lot of those teams, it's not about winning a national championship. It's about making exactly. the playoff. So, and I understand that, but we're at, we're asking so much from players. Like I do believe. That's a good point. The, the more games and how are you putting player safety? It, there's, there's obviously some hip, hypocritical nature to to asking them to play more games. I'm with that. The, but I come we're from, gonna have we're still gonna have opt outs. I think we're still gonna the have, playoff. Yes, I think we're still gonna have opt outs. But but I'll, I'll add this. I played at the FCS level, uh, where we have a true playoff. Yes, uh, I was 24 when I played. I think it's up to 32. We we made it to a national championship my sophomore year. Uh, don't ask me how it went. Uh, <laughs> well, t- maybe when we, we become closer friends, I'll tell you how we were up 19-0 at halftime and lost. Uh, but we played 15 games that year, mm-hmm. and and there are times when I hear, oh, they, if, if they have a, a eight game or eight team playoff, they're gonna have to play 15 games, and I'm going like, yeah, yeah, I did it, yeah. and and Sap did it, yeah, we, three we, years in a row. Whole, one of the years they beat Delaware when they were there. Okay. Uh, so huh, again, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I wasn't there. That was Flacco. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh. Like 15 games, if, if you want to opt out, if you don't want to play 15 games, like, do you really want to play football? Like, I, I for the vast majority of college athletes, you know, I was told when I got on campus as a freshman, you're guaranteed 44 games. At the time, it was 11 games. Right. Now they're up to 12. You're guaranteed 44 games. And I never once thought, like, whew, I hope that doesn't go to 45. Right. right? It's everyone else. And if you're going to be a first-round pick, yeah, that's a completely different scenario. But there's only – you know, 32 of those out there, and most of them, or a majority, whatever, 50%, aren't going to be on the teams that are playing 15 games. It's the guys that would kill the one, have one more game, which I'm in, like, looking back, give me two more games, I'd, I'd give a pinky. See, we can talk about this all day long. Oh, I look forward to it. Tim, uh, Tim We have Donald. six hours a day starting on Monday between the two of us. That is, uh, <laughs> that is true. Uh, all right, well, uh, I'll let you go. And well, you don't, you're not preparing for a show today. You start Monday. Start Monday. All right. What do you tell? Who's your first guest Monday? You don't uh, have to tell me because you you might not even know yet. I don't I'm, even know. I'm, why I asked. I'm looking to get quite a few college coaches on, and I'll uh, the order of which is still to be determined. All right. We're uh, we're still. You're starting at the what? At the right time. This. The dog days, man. No, starting at the right time because because we get to. I mean, it's a long long lead yeah. up to football season, but we'll uh we'll ride that whole ramp. We're not that far away from training camp. The ACC media days later this month. Oh, I can't wait to ask Jim <laughs> Phillips. I've already got all my about, hand all up. About yep. I already have my hand up, sir. I am just curious. <laughs> when you were the athletic director at Northwestern, what did you know about? Running. Do you want to do you want to role play this one? Uh, we're here to talk about ACC football and the future of the Atlantic Coast Conference. Please, he, will someone talk to me about media rights? Please. He, he will. Uh, he will answer the question in a very. Jim Phillips is a a great guy to talk. He's a wonderful guy, but I don't know that he's going to have a satisfactory answer for this. I, I don't know if there is one. Yeah, there isn't. There are. There is. It's a. It's an ugly situation. And Pat Fitzgerald, who's the best, maybe the best player. Football player in For Northwestern sure. history, and certainly the best coach in For Northwestern sure. history. 
uh, is no longer the coach at Northwestern. All right, but bad, bad stuff <laughs> to talk about. Tim Donnelly starts Monday on 99.9 The Fan. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.